Hello and welcome to Caging Masterpiece Theater. On today's episode, we join our three intrepid heroes, Cannon, Jeremy, and Justin, as they begin a new chapter in life. But unbeknownst to them, this chapter will be punctuated with pure, unadulterated terror. Are we sure about this, guys? Jeremy asked intently. The wildly upbeat cannon responded with gusto. Of course we are. It's going to be great. We've got our own podcasting studio. Jeremy remained unconvinced. It's a house. It's an old crappy house at the end of a creepy-ass cul-de-sac. It was built in the 1800s. The previous six owners died there, and the address is 666 Myrtle World Lane. We're in a fucking horror movie. Justin leaned forward from the back seat cheerfully. To be fair, it was all we could afford in today's housing market. Our realtor looked everywhere for warehouses and studios and such, but nothing was in our price range. Just this. Jeremy looked at his adorable colleague with something akin to dissatisfaction. Shim, our realtor's name was Spiffy Jenkins. His office was in the tasty Arby's bathroom off the interstate. I don't think he was a legitimate businessman. He had excellent references, Jeremy. Excellent. Mike Epps and Keanu Reeves both used him to find their most recent mansions. That's true, and we trust Keanu in this family, Cannon calmly replied. As Jeremy began briskly bashing his head into the dashboard out of frustration, the trio pulled into the driveway of what was clearly a lively, haunted house. As the cage crew zestfully walked into the foyer, they were taken aback at the cleanliness of their surroundings. A large chandelier swayed above their heads in the entrance room, with a sprawling staircase at the center, buffeted by two enormous sculptures of the ZF-1 from the film The Fifth Element, but ZF-1s that were clearly bought at a discount due to one of the weapons being defective, but also being unsure of which one. Justin looked around at the opulence of their surroundings, clearly unnerved. I was uh, told there were 12 rooms total, three on each floor, not counting the kitchen. Uh, but I was also told that the place was in, and I quote, slight disrepair, and that some TLC would be needed to get it back up to snuff. Then why are we standing in a perfectly clean, brightly lit, fully functional mansion, Shim? Cannon quietly muttered. Hello, gentlemen, a voice boomed from behind them. A small, slender man, dressed in a classic butler's uniform, stood between the cage crew and their only exit. His eyes betrayed nothing but a witty mind, though his whole being radiated malice. I am the butler, Oscar Winterhaven Attenborough Oglethorpe. 
You seem to be the newest owners of Mixtab Muffin Manor, built in 1802 by Sir Snuggles Mixtab Muffin himself. Yeah, those are totally normal, definitely not serial killer ghost shit names. Yeah, of course, do go on, please, Justin said quietly. As I was saying, young man, you are the new owners. As such, you are now subject to the trials. And before you cut me off, you little shit, I'm about to explain what those are, so keep your smart-ass replies to yourself for a hot second. The cage crew took that advice and stayed silent. Sir McStab Muffin loved his home, as all men of wealth do. Built to his exacting specifications, right down to the solid gold toilet brush used in the guest bathroom, he felt that anyone who came into possession of his home should prove themselves worthy of it through a series of trials. Thirty-one trials, to be exact. And... As the butler, it is both my job to keep the house tidy and to keep it occupied by potential successors to the McStab Muffin legacy. So that was you at the Interstate Arby's bathroom. You sold us this house under the guise of Spiffy Jenkins, Jeremy cried out. Uh, no, that was not me. That was my wife's nephew. She asked me to help him find a job that he could actually hold down, and we decided that he should be the realtor for McStab Muffin Manor, since it does come up for sale quite often. I'm told he's a good kid, but he seems to be kind of a clumsy oaf who can do nothing right and constantly gives me migraines. It's family trying to help them out. You understand, I'm sure. Jeremy and Cannon both nodded in understanding, while Justin was reminded of a sad story from his childhood that he decided to keep to himself for the moment. Now, on to the first of the 31 trials of McStab Muffin Manor. Justin was impressed at how good of a title that would be for an absurd haunted house story on the podcast. The first trial, which has doomed so many of your predecessors, is a riddle. Tell me, children, what has four legs in the morning, two legs people? People. Oglethorpe looked somewhat stunned and disappointed. Well... I see that riddles have become somewhat more mainstream than I realized. Very well. You've all passed the first trial. I shall prepare your dinners and show you to your rooms. The next trial begins tomorrow at half past five. Well, thanks for uh, letting us know when it starts. That's actually unexpectedly cool of you. I would have assumed that a cursed haunted house death trap would spring some shit on us. How dreadfully unfair. We may be attempting to kill you should you prove unworthy of this place, but good grief, man, we're not savages. Now, dinner will be ready in 30 minutes. 
I only have DiGiorno pizza at the moment, but future dinners will be more to the level of our surroundings. Truth be told, I was sure that the riddle would get you. Oh well, meat lovers for three it is. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Caging Masterpiece Theater, featuring the first episode of The 31 Trials of Mick Stab Muffin Manor. <laughs>